I didn't take notes. Trivia. But I think I've got knowledge. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And knowledge wins wars. Knowledge wins wars. I think big missiles. Knowing win is wins. half the battle. That's true. I think so. Hey, gang. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a fun deep dive down into the depths of those pop culture gems that you hate to love. I'm James. And next to me, to my left... Aaron. My name is Aaron. That's my name. And to my left... Kenny Madison, Chief Archivist of FlatFilms.com. You can visit our website, www.flatfilms.com, where we publish brand new content twice daily. I didn't That's know we FlatFilms.com. Were... Are we doing titles, One day, too, for yeah. FlatFilms.com? Should we be... Yeah. Oh, okay. Aaron. From the top. We've been... Sure. Take two. Take two. Take two. Hold on. Sync point. All right. It's episode two, I mean 20, so I just figured people would know by now. Uh-huh. James from the top. Welcome to Guilt. Oh, I blew out the mic. Take this three. is all staying in. It really take doesn't three. matter. Take three. Take <laughs> three. Is this, all this is staying in, right? Yeah. Oh, One, yeah. two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14. Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a fun deep dive down to the depths of those pop culture gems that you hate to love. I'm James Fight, owner and operator and founder of Flat Films. To my left, we have Aaron, and I love that bit. Uh, I am editor, uh, background photographer, uh, hugger, um, all around cool cat. Um, and to my, oh, uh, editor for uh, flatfilms.com. Apologize. Uh, and to my left. Uh, Kenny Madison, Chief Archive is FlatFilms.com. Again, FlatFilms.com publishes fresh content three times daily. Please visit the website, FlatFilms.com. We are constantly publishing new content. Is it three? I thought you were saying five times. Five, yeah. Seven times a day. All right, all right. Yeah, got it. And our special guest today is... Kevin Miller. I have nothing to do with FlatFilms.com, aside from occasionally hugging people who are involved with it. Yay! Yay. The most important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey gang, we watched a film today. Okay. Was it a film or was it an it, experience? It, it was, yeah. It's high class art. I, I, yeah, I've got some things to apologize for. <laughs> uh, Kevin, how about you tell us what this movie was? This oh, film. Hold on. Hmm? What? Because we have to commemorate the fact that this is week three. Oh, yes, you're right. Of Millennial March. Millennial we're start- March. We're starting at the top of this millennial, we're too. We're t- starting yeah. at the tippy right top. The-, the year 2000. The computers didn't eat us. We're, we're yeah, doing we all right. We survived Y2K. And we celebrated with as a reward. We're still kind of optimistic about the world. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A bit. Yeah. Enough. Well, uh-huh. uh, Clinton is still president, and he hasn't Clinton's screwed president. everything up. Right. It's not November 2000 yet. Yeah. So <laughs> That's uh, true. Yeah. We well, haven't had our heart, hearts broken. What month did this come out? August. August. Okay. August. Thank okay. you. Glad you had that. I looked it up because I was like, is this going to be Oscar bait? And it wasn't. It was not Oscar it bait, not. no, uh, in any sense of the did word. Did receive a nomination, though. Well, for what? Uh, makeup. For makeup. That's, yeah. Okay. I can see it, right? I can agree with that. Have we sub the movie yet? Uh, no, the, we'll, we'll wait the, for it. Sure. Okay, we'll just hold slow off. burn. Slow yep. burn. Mm-hmm. Good. Could be anything. Yeah. Could, could be. I, I can't think of another movie that came out in two thousand. Uh, dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my? It could be. Dude, where's my car? Uh, go and check out our episode on Dude, Where's My Car I with Amy Jordan. Dude, Where's My Car was visually spectacular, but perhaps a little pretentious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But Too the scene where J Lo and Vince Vaughn got dude sweet tattoos—that <laughs> was it was pretty tight. Yeah, that was, yeah that was a solid. It, bit. it was pretty shivy. Tight comedy. Uh, what yeah. does mine say? And it's a dove that's dripping in blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. The cell. 
There. Yeah, I just broke that tension. Uh, uh, thank cool. you. Air the cell. That out. <laughs> <laughs> directed by Tarsum Singh, uh, who has not directed much. Like I remember seeing, and I didn't do research, but he he directed uh, like a Jason and the Argonauts type movie more recently that was worse, but still visually pretty. He's all about the visually pretty stuff. Yeah, he makes a good trailer. Before we well, go in any deeper, we have to go over our three rules. Okay. Because I don't think Kevin is familiar. Uh, nope. Uh, first rule. No dunking. No we dunking. don't dunk on films. We don't poop on them. Okay. We celebrate the things we love because okay. we love them. Okay. Rule number two, no ironic liking. Don't do it. Don't right. do it. We are not here to celebrate the not room liking. or Birdemic. Mm-hmm. It's not so bad. It's good. We just like the things we love because we love them. Sure. And number three, the most important one that gets me every time, no self-deprecating. Mm. Hey, love what you love. Be you. That Be yourself. Just kind of it. statement was kind no, it of wasn't. self-deprecation. No, it wasn't. You said this one gets me every time. Because oh, it bites me point. in the butt. I'm not paying $30. Uh, no. It's $30 if you're yeah. self-deprecating? If, if you, you break, break a rule, it's thirty dollars. It goes to the Creative Alliance, so yeah. it goes to good. Okay, it's a good cause. It's for a good cause. I right. lost so much money. Yeah, fair. I, I think have I lost the most money? I'm at sixty, <laughs> according to us. Or off, ninety. You haven't paid anything. <gasps> what? Wow. How? He checked. Uh, because I, I sent the receipt. No, you're supposed to pay. You're not supposed to send a receipt. No, no, no. I meant I sent <laughs> the receipt in the silly. Facebook Messenger. I that could have been fabricated. We are in a post-truth era. Let <laughs> <clears throat> me go to my bank account. Like, so hell? this movie. Sure. Yeah, let's talk about it's... this movie. Real quick, if we're going to talk about trailers. Okay. Um, 2000's Aaron mm-hmm. was just a wee Aaron. How old were you? I was six. In, in the year 2000? In the year 2000. Okay. I was six. Okay. And I remember... I don't remember a lot from being a kid. I remember that heart-shaped box from Nirvana. That... Music video terrified me. Okay. And I remember this trailer terrified me also. Yeah. And I should have listened to my gut instinct because it was still pretty scary even as a 20, 24-year-old. Yeah. It's it's a creepy movie. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It gets, it gets under your skin. It's more than it needs to be. Like, <laughs> uh, you've got, I mean, the serial killer. We're going to go inside the mind of a serial killer. That's enough. Who looks like Dahmer. Well, not yeah. not even like we're going. We're literally going in the mind. In the mind like, of a. I don't think I've been <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally in the mind. Like short of cutting his head open. Yeah. Not a Netflix special. Literally. Yes. Inside the mind. Inside the mind. Uh, we're gonna go exploring. And uh, and J Lo holds our hand throughout that process, which is comforting. Yeah. No, she. Uh, I thought she did a fine job. You know, for for acting wise, uh, she made a good. She's like a child therapist yeah. is her role, and then she gets roped into this, please, we need to catch, uh, well, we did catch a serial killer. Here he is. Yeah. We he just need to you comatose. to access his memories uh, and let us know where his victim is, is, is hidden. I just think there are simpler ways that that uh, whole plot could have been done. Here, here's a fun fact. We're halfway through the movie when she goes inside his head. Yeah, that's act yeah. two. Yeah. Like, we're well, and I I don't know, why didn't we just, like, kick it off, you know? Maybe one little intro thing, and then, hey, lady, we've got, uh, we, yeah, I'm sorry, that's sexist. Hey, doctor. <laughs> 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 we have a serial killer right here. He's already caught. We don't need the abbreviated Silence of the Lambs plot, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. 
because it is Silence of the Lambs on acid. Yeah. It's trippy. It's a lot. But it, uh, they have to follow the screenwriting rules to a T because as edgy as this movie is, it's so by the numbers. Yeah. As well. Yeah. It's it's a strange. The I, reason that they can't get to Vincent D'Onofrio's character sooner is because they have to have 25 minutes of setup because that's what screenplay structure dictates. And that's the thing. So his his deal for the listener is the only way that Vincent D'Onofrio can get off is to trap a woman in a glass cage of his own design, which is automatically slowly pumped full of water. Man, I'm uncomfortable describing it because it's very creepy, misogynistic and everything uh, until she drowns. Then he bleaches her body. Then he hangs himself on a hoist by hooks in his skin above her and masturbates on top of her. And if while, while watching, uh, while the, watching video the video of her dying and screaming if, and pleading for help. If, if that's what gets you off, then maybe you should just not have sexy thoughts in the first place. We're not yeah. kink-shaming. That's a lot of... <laughs> yeah, we're not kink-shaming. Kink I would shame this no, particular yeah, I'm definitely, kink. So yeah, far, definitely. Kevin has been sexist. He's been... <laughs> kink-shaming. <laughs> kink-shaming. <laughs> Kink-phobic. Keep going. I'll be racist against the albino dog in a second. Ah, <laughs> oh, Valentine was kind of... Cute. Valentine was cute. He was creepy. He he was a he was a device though of of D'Onofrio. What what was his name again? Carl. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, Carl yeah. Singh. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. D'Onofrio was a. I I kind of liked his performance though. Oh yeah, he's always great. Yeah yeah. Thank you. He's a large man D'Onofrio's in Hollywood. Aaron, literally no one is. Arguing he doesn't with get you. enough. Aaron, you, we support you. He doesn't get yeah. enough love. You're we're right. in your corner. It's completely. Aaron, just we're with you. Too, he we're does just, to his body. I'm, I'm nodding just, my head. Yeah. It's just. I, I'm just saying, D'Onofrio, I know you're a huge fan of the pod. He is. Come on down to Austin, and you know, let's just talk about. How the the sizeism is is alive and well okay. in Hollywood. Sizeism, yeah, yeah. it is. It's just we're getting we're talking about some hot sub topics, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm shame not gonna and... not gonna fat shame or size shame or body mm-hmm. shame in any way. It's a, Good it's job, a beautiful Kevin. big man. Good job. That, yeah, I'm stopping right there. <laughs> that that's Kevin's line. So right there. I was sexist and I kink shame, <laughs> but I will not body shame. To be fair, we didn't bring up the fact that you would even think about that kind of stuff. Why are you just bringing that up out of the blue? On Ooh. a podcast. I, uh, Ouch. So the um, uh, yeah, it was a this this film this was movie. a lot because it opens in a desert, mm-hmm. and then you go okay. Beautiful shots of a desert. Beautiful, it's, yeah. Gorgeous. No, great shots. Yeah. Great shots. You're in love with the first two minutes yeah. of this movie. Yeah, yeah. you're like, like this Whoa. is getting good. And yes. then and then the kid turns into a demon. Right. Yeah. So she wanders through the desert. She finds a kid uh, at the bottom of the sand dune. Uh, she offers to go sailing with him. Because uh, yeah. that's possible. Yeah. Right. Uh, he manifests various boats, <laughs> and then he has a bit of a temper tantrum and turns into a demon. And she's like, "Bail me out, Morpheus." And uh, th- it's yeah. a very post-Matrix movie. It's this like, movie yeah. tried so hard to be the Matrix. It wanted to be the Matrix, except that it was. There's no way that this movie could have been influenced by the Matrix. Oh, it could have at been. all. Well, this movie. That's true. Matrix it came out in April later. Yeah, it must have been like maybe through Hollywood gossip they knew. Hey, here's the premise of this. Probably and some I, other screenwriter was like, "Hey, I'll tag on to that." You say the Matrix, the film that this feels the most similar to for Hackers. me. Not quite. Sneakers. Uh, not quite. <laughs> Blank check. Uh, not quite. Uh, face off. 
Face off. Oh, that was my, that was my other choice for movies. Don't look at me. Let's 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 dive in. Why? Uh, <laughs> because it's very much just a normal world. Yes. It's very much set in a year that looks exactly like the two thousands, and also they have some sort of technology that right. allows you to propel yourself into the mind of anyone. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like you do in two thousands. I was just saying. I think there's this popular notion that government people uh, just have sci-fi tech back in their labs oh, yeah. and I was watching what oh bones mm. and mm. one of the, the the tech girl on bones has this 3d Star Trek thing where she can say here's the victim's spine and, and it's rotating in front of them and yeah. diagram and I, I remember talking to my ex like just making some snark about this is Star Trek shit this does not exist right uh and she was like no but like maybe at the FBI and I was like no the FBI has Windows XP, like <laughs> they don't have this. This stuff is not out there, you know. You, yeah. Yeah. But people like to believe it because it's they want to believe yeah. it because the government's out to get us, man. I did like how uh, to to enter the mind, either to be a recipient or an invader of a mind. You have to dress yeah. in yeah. flayed man costume, in like a, a beef jerky costume, a beef jerky yeah. costume with a little hanky on your face. Yeah, you drape That's a hanky across your face. I just I want one scene to see them struggle playing the unconscious person in that suit. That would struggle That's true. Playing the because like. Person? Because like that <laughs> can't be to easy. Put Vincent D'Onofrio in and that suit. suit. He's six foot four. <laughs> like that was not that was not an easy job. Oh, I want to so see true. them struggling yeah, to do that. To like wrap him up in tight. that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's skin tight. God, yeah. The and I noticed that the toes are pointy. Like <laughs> yeah. old, like old medieval medieval times costumes. That That's was great. Definitely nice one of those decisions where the director is going. This is my vision. Yes, <laughs> yes. But and it doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's my vision. But it's my vision. Yeah. I mean, hooray for no compromises, but maybe a little compromise yeah. would have been. I don't know. But, I mean, back to the trailer. Man, this movie just should have been a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember the trailer being terrifying because you see these people suspended and one of them's breathing really heavy and you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't quite follow through. Um, yeah. It's like I think we should have given whatever year it was uh Best picture of that year should have gone to the trailer for Pearl Harbor. Uh, oh, man. The trailer, trailer for slaps. Pearl Harbor is so good. It's so good. Oh, my God. The trailer for that movie is so good. I would watch that trailer over and over for the length of the actual Pearl Harbor movie. <laughs> wow. And be perfectly happy. That was so, I remember where I first saw where that you trailer. were. Yes. It's where got were that you Hans Zimmer I was watching score. E. I was watching Coming Attractions, my favorite show as uh-huh. an elementary school. One of my favorite shows is an sure. elementary school child. He mm-hmm. certainly never had enough of it. Mm-hmm. And it was just a show that played nothing but movie trailers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I remember oh, cool. seeing the Pearl Harbor trailer. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, on that show for the first time. Mm, so beautiful and all. And yeah, same deal Same deal here. Maybe, maybe this movie just should have been a, a trailer. A trailer. A concept trailer at that. I've never seen it. I have to go home and watch it. Oh, it's so it's good. It's such a good trailer. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's great. The yeah. one thing I really liked about this movie... It committed. Hmm. It committed it commi- to it to its stuff. To to its whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know what this is, but you're may, holding up a finger. May I asterisk? Sure. Uh, half the movie is super committed, and then they also go into offices and do crimey things. They do do crimey things, which is really lovely. Yeah. It's this surrealist imagery, and then you cut to Vince Vaughn going. 
we need to find this guy. Yeah. 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 Let's interview the family. And it's, it's very straightforward, conventional. Nothing weird happens at all. <laughs> so like you were saying, it's, it's just a normal world. It's super formulaic. Yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to things that are truly – They're art pieces. They're, oh, yeah. 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 It's, uh, and then you cut to – uh, Dylan Baker monitoring life signs of Jennifer Lopez and Vincent D'Onofrio right. and explaining the technobabble, uh, which was lovely. Fun fact. So they – well, first they, they, they get the bad guy. They get right. Vincent D'Onofrio. In a wild coincidence, moments before they were going to crash his place and get him and be able yeah. to interrogate him and give him the shakedown, he has a seizure. Just moments before they bust into his house. Like literally so, he's booty naked from the shower. Right. Yeah. They bust in they from, bust his like, bath, from his from bath. From his bath. I'm sorry. A nice bath. And they're like, oh, he's a human keychain with all these rings on his back. Yeah. Not weird at all. Yeah. Oh, that was a really fun reveal with uh, the yeah. camera. It's yeah. just like. There's Stop. a beautiful do, shot, do, yeah, do, and do. like a SWAT team helmet blocking his butt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that was a great moment. It was very tasteful. Those are always fun yes. in movies. The thing that stands out in my mind the most is the Robert Zemeckis Beowulf. Uh-huh. I have not seen I that. Yeah, I only saw part. Uh, so there's a naked fight in that movie, mm. nice. but it's a PG-13 movie. Oh, sure. do they and, do every, like... And it's also a male nude nude fight, right? Which nice. you could see women naked as much as you want. You sure. almost see Angelina Jolie, mm, nice. pretty much naked yeah. in that mm-hmm. movie. But they do so many gymnastics mm-hmm. in that movie in order yep. to block Beowulf's penis in this very <laughs> active nude fight scene in the PG thirteen. Patriarchy, man. Am I right? Yeah, it's, right. Uh, the, it's delightful. The thing about this movie has some mm. dong action. Yeah. You get to see his dong. A little dong. Yeah. A little, little dong action. So Wait, what gay dong? for progressivism. Yeah. Yeah, I was little. Missed 2000. the dong. What part of, where was the dong? Valentine's dong. Wait. I'm just kidding. No. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, right not before he dog. passes out. Like yeah. right before he goes in the bath. Yeah, brief. Oh, no, when he gets brief, out of the bath. Brief dong action. Yeah. yeah when he hops out. Uh, oh, right. And then, uh, so he, he passes out seizure. Okay, yeah. let's take his comatose body into the doctor. And the doctor says he has Wayland's infraction. Right. Yeah. I immediately Googled this and found out, A, doesn't exist at all. Yep. B, even if it did exist, it wouldn't be an infraction. It would be an infarction. Oh. So they let slide this really basic medical term. Uh, and uh, no, nobody caught it. Ooh. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the, definitely the biggest logic leap in this that's movie. That's pretty much the biggest leap in the movie. <laughs> and that's where I had to turn like, it off and just walk away. Just, guys, <laughs> did he say infraction? <laughs> infraction? Oh yeah. <laughs> Screw <didn't>. you. <laughs> yeah, but they catch the guy. I've, I've, I've always, by the way, it's absolute bucket list. Not even kidding. Uh, I want to be a SWAT team guy movie extra. Do I, 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 so don't, cool. I don't want to yeah. fire the gun. No. I don't want to do any actual action. I just want to have the lace-up boots yep. and the machine and do this hand signals <laughs> and do the... I don't even need to be... I can be like third in line. I don't have to be the guy that busts in the door. I just want to move in with my gun and point it and yell clear. Oh, my God. I'm just geeking out thinking about it. One day. Yeah. Kevin, uh, I'll, I'll write a film and have you, you do that. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's, need it's so cool. a friend with a SWAT like, team scene. And yeah. like even in your mind, they're all actors and they probably like work at coffee shops on the side too or yeah. something. Oh, and you're just like, man, the precision and skill moment. to join the just SWAT team. Boom, with the thing and the point and your point of uh, domination going into the... So yeah. good. Oh, it's so great. Well, it sounds pretty uh, 
pretty uh, uh, fascistic of you, Kevin. Fascistic? Yeah, I'm pretty fasc- fascistic. What does that mean? I don't know. I, just, I believe yeah, it's fascistic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little goof in the uh, IMDb section. <laughs> it's fascistic. Uh, yeah. So they, they take him in and they're like, hey, J-Lo, can we... Uh, J-Lo, please? we need your skills. It's weird that can, her can we... name in this movie is J-Lo. Yeah. That's it's... Shut up. Very on brand. For, first and last name. Yeah. Dr. J-Lo, J-Lo. <laughs> 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 MD. Yeah, MD. <laughs> exactly. And they yeah. keep looking at her and going, you need to go inside the cell. Mm-hmm. Wait. That's a good... I'm just now realizing that. What the hell is the cell? I, yeah, I, the cell I didn't get that either. The where he kept the women. That's what I thought. But oh, that's like, the cell. Because they don't really talk about... Or the mm. cell... Because the tagline is, his mind is her prison. It, oh. uh, so it could be his mind. So okay. there's several okay. prison cells. There's several cells. Yeah, I okay. think. Just like in the human body. Yeah. If, if I may yes. make a suggestion. You may. I think the cell is the friends that we made along the way. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Come here. Give, give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug. No, just a podcast hug. Just uh, no nope, real hug. He, oh, Incoming three, two. Come. There it is. Wait, wait, oh, yeah, that's adorable. Give a real hug. Oh, too slow, oh, Aaron. You missed yeah. the picture. No, now, now it's, it's stage. Now it's scripted. It's scripted. Um, Make it more scripted. Make it. Thank you. That was great for an audio format. Yep. It's we have social media to keep up with. Oh, we, we really do, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she goes inside a serial killer brain, and uh, uh, crazy and shit happens. He, all right. So here's just genuine, uh, yeah. un- unironic praise. I liked the thought process they must have gone through into like, what's it like inside the mind of a schizophrenic serial yeah. killer? They had obviously put some thought into like the way the psyche splits yeah. and how those two forces battle against each other and how can we represent that. Yeah. The set design was on point. The set design was amazing. The costuming, Oscar nominated, beautiful. I mean, yeah. Half of this movie is so well directed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the film stock looks completely different. Everything is so meticulously uh put together. And it's so clear that Tarson was engaged very much on a certain half of this film. <laughs> I yeah. And the other he just farmed out to a CBS director. <laughs> <laughs> We're already filming a CSI episode. Great. Here, I've got another script. Uh Welcome to the Big Leaks, kid. I um yeah, no, the the shots are great. I actually sacrificed four dollars because I have this on DVD that I got when, like soon after it came out. Sure. When I was convinced this is a great movie, this is uh, art. And I hey, put you it love in, it. And I made it halfway through the scene, the opening scene, and I stopped and I rented it on iTunes because the transfer was so terrible. Ooh. And I could immediately, it was worth the four dollars. Yeah, it was that like, was, oh, it's beautiful. Nice. The colors. That was and, kind of in the beginning of DVD. Well, yeah, I guess early. DVD had probably been around for three or four years by that yeah, point. I remember in 98 uh, wanting to start a DVD collection. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, I it think was an I, early DVD of mine. I think my parents had their first DVD player in 2000. No, it would have to be after 2000. Yeah, 2001. Say, like 01. Because uh, the first films that we had were The Matrix, nice. X Men, mm. and mm. Galaxy Quest. And it was still uh, new to me, but I, are, yeah. I had to learn two how to work two out it of three. first. Yeah, to what? I had to learn how to work it first in the family, even though I was new to it, too. Yeah. Because my parents just weren't going to fiddle with their Yeah, but you're young, so. so. Yeah, they're just like, ah, your eyes work. (laughs) Oh, more praises. This movie uh, does a great job with practical effects, which helps it look way less dated than it should. Yeah, Yeah. it does look really tangible. Yeah, Yeah. because the few moments in the movie that they do do 2000-era CGI. You can tell. mm, You you can can tell. tell. Including the DVD menu. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) 
That sounds great. That would have oh, been perfect. I so see many gradients, there. gradient cubes <laughs> rotating. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, because there's so many practical effects, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Use more practical effects. That's even, the moral. Mm-hmm. Even the CG, the only CG that I can think of is whenever they're going into the mind of the series. Uh, yes. Towards the end, Vince when Vaughn. they're inside uh, uh, J Lo's mind, mm-hmm. they do that like weird frame thing that's clearly just two D border art yes. yeah but even then it's so stylistically appropriate yeah sure it looked like a windows uh screensaver on yeah on yeah <laughs> they, they literally like, windows yeah. screensaver like the pipes moving and everything There's um fun fact real quick yes. um there is a two minute and 24 second video of the cell dvd menu on youtube oh, if anybody excellent. would like to Let's check it out that up. That's great. Uh, we, we need to share that on social media immediately that, that'll be yep. up Oh, that's there, good stuff. There's a movie nobody's seen called The Pillow Book uh, yeah. with Ewan McGregor from, like, 98. Uh, I saw it in college. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, another visually spectacular thing. And, you know, m- windows open on screen like you're looking at a computer desktop showing different perspectives of what's going on. And I was reminded of that whenever the frame of the image literally started to become decorated in front of your eyes. It was it was a neat vision. Like, you don't see that. God that bless was, the 2000s. Yeah, for stuff like that. Oh, it was, it, was, it was very cool. So I think it's time to get into some questions. We didn't make it. We made it through most of the movie. Right? Uh, yeah. The horse gets yeah, chopped I made it through. Up, like oh, my gosh. Yeah, the horse uh, gets the horse chopped up. And yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it that. survives. Yeah, the horse is, like, in pieces and just breathing normally. Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, the, the God, organs are functioning. Organs are fine, yeah. It, it was genuinely unsettling. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. are some moments. The other moment that really made me, like, cringe and just, like, uh, was when, uh, towards the end, when they... Uh, J-Lo rips the nipples off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that was yeah. not. I, that was. But there wasn't. That I was, felt like there wasn't a rhyme or a reason for it. She was like. No, there wasn't. Line, there was just line, line, line. She just rips his nipples uh, off. It yeah. wasn't plot relevant. It hadn't been established that that's the MacGuffin. And once you remove the nipple bar, right. then his powers are. Nope, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. The nipples are his There was a deleted cells. scene of Dylan Baker going. <laughs> just talking to J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> like the Death Star plans. <laughs> <laughs> showing the diagram with uh, 2,000 CGI. <laughs> you must reach this point and rip the nipple bar right off. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So child actors, by the way. For real. This poor for kid. Real. He's I, traumatized in real life because even, of this movie. Yeah. Even, like, for the stuff that was not obvious. Or, like, all right, horse CGI stuff. That's only in the movie. But he was subjected to gross stuff just right there on the set. Yeah. Well, even, yeah, like... Acting like he was abused, right? That's yeah, fucked. and reenacting those scenes of his creepy uh, yeah. homophobic dad. He, he got baptized by J Lo, so he did get baptized cool. by J Lo. But then cool. she held him underwater until he was dead. Well, yeah. you know, you can't win everything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> While being the Virgin Mary, I vaguely remember that what? being controversial at the time that she dressed up as the Virgin Mary. Uh, and then in the next scene, dressed all S and M E. Yeah. So yeah, that well, because she's a warrior. Then she's a warrior. We might have had that version yeah. of the Virgin Mary in my house somewhere. I'm not totally sure. The no, S and M E. No, the uh, the J Lo, the J Lo oh. Virgin Mary. The sure. J Lo Virgin Mary. Is it still in its original packaging? <laughs> <laughs> you, you lose the value. <laughs> it's like Beanie Babies. If it doesn't have the tag, it's worth nothing. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This kid's. Uh, oh, he was in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, okay. Who did he play? 
Um, Can we just pause right now and just start Max? reviewing the Lizzie McGuire movie instead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, um, or let's just gradually ease into it so it's not obvious that we've shifted <laughs> until somebody mentions, is it Hilary Duff? Is that Lizzie McGuire? Yeah. yeah. They go to Italy for a class trip. Yeah. It's I mean, weird. so is Peter Parker in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, but he's Spider-Man. Yeah, Peter, that's true. Peter Parker does what? <laughs> in, uh, far they go from to home. Europe. They go to Europe on a year. Oh, they do. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Endgame. Spoilers. Yep. Yeah. Well, they Lizzie survive. Ma- but Lizzie McGuire, just to go off on a tangent, yes, she goes please. to a public school. It's established that she goes to a public in school. In California. Cali. California. Uh, sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we went to D.C. in eighth grade. Uh, I, me too. Did we go to the same I think, school? I, I think every eighth grader goes yeah. to D.C. I uh, think that's just a thing you do. Nope. Nope. We didn't go anywhere. Oh, okay. During we went to a park in eighth grade, <laughs> and then we had a water fight. And then uh, the next day, all the teachers came in and said we were the worst class they have ever seen. <laughs> Did they all file in and one by one say that? <laughs> oh, that would be great. Just individual turns of how bad you were as children. <laughs> uh, I wish. Oh, a tidbit I wrote down in my notes that I don't want to miss. Um, the. Uh, Whenever the victim is in the parking garage about to be attacked, oh, yeah, she's yeah. walking towards her car. She's being vigilant. She has oh. her pepper spray. She's you know obviously being super cautious. Yeah. Uh, and there's music playing faintly in the background, and it's a Muzak version of the uh, '90s hit "Runaway." Uh, <laughs> "Runaway if you want to survive" is oh. the lyrics. Uh, it's so oh. on the nose. So, so on the nose. <laughs> and I had to like, what? The, oh my. God, it's like a dad joke of a music <laughs> yeah. thing in the background. It, yeah. But Tarsum going, this is my vision. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, to break down that scene further, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he had to train his dog to pretend to get hit. That was an elaborate, like, we're going to be long play. this post. Yep. You're going to run back there. You're going to, like, jump. How? Yeah, I don't know. Did the dog actually get hit? No, no, because there there's the yeah the the cinder block under the tire. Oh, there's a cinder block. I missed that. But so, she, he trained her to whimper and and squeal. Yeah, like the lay. Being, like, oh, yeah. Uh, it was very convincing. Poor it Valentine. was. I felt bad for it. I was like, yeah. oh man, this bastard. He but just then, killed his pup. But then you see the cinder block here. Oh, this is a trick. And mm-hmm. then he gets her. And then you're just uh, like, damn you, Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> you you could have saved her. Because God, if you Valentine. kill a dog in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's the worst crime. It, it really is. They're you, innocent. Yeah, I Am Legend still has one of the most heart-wrenching uh, scenes. Yeah. My mom still can't watch that. It's sure. it, uh, um, Just a public service announcement for both you and listeners. Uh, DoesTheDogDie.com is a useful directory. <laughs> uh, my my wow. girlfriend, every time she's like is going to see a movie, she will check DoesTheDogDie.com. Wow. She does not want to Marley and me this shit and that's, you know, like fair. have her heart broken. Another fun tidbit, if you play video games, there's a Twitter thread that says, can I pet the dog? Hmm. And you can learn if in the video game you can pet the dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really beneficial. So what's a, what's a game where you can pet the dog? Uh, you can pet it in Far Cry. Okay. Far Cry 5, you can okay. pet one in there. Good. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind. And I think in uh, Metal Gear 5. Okay. Yeah, so Super just, Mario 2, you can pet the dog. It's Yoshi. He can pet, yeah, he can pet Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pet the Yoshi. Pet the Yoshi. Kevin, yeah. I've got some uh, questions here for you. Yes. Uh, question number one. Mm-hmm. Why do you like this specific guilty treasure? This, I, Like, it's visually stunning. <laughs> it I, really is. There are certain classes of movies that I think if I did not know English, I would 
fucking love this movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. And even The Matrix kind of falls into it because the dialogue gets all pretentious-y pretentious, yeah, whereas yeah, if you yeah. just enjoy the visuals, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, and this is a total tangent, but there is a movie around that era called Dinosaur by Disney. Yay! Yeah! yeah! I remember seeing that in theaters Yay! as a kid. Yay! Uh, and <laughs> the original script and conception for the movie, it's about dinosaurs that, oh, the meteor hits, we gotta go find, it's basically uh, yeah. Land Before Time. Um, yeah, but 3D, but yeah. CGI mixed with actual footage of jungle mixed together beautifully, uh, and, the, and trying to approximate the language of a live action dinosaur. So you're watching photorealistic, or at least photorealistic for 2000 dinosaurs mm-hmm. talking with the voices of Juliana Margulies and other actors. And therein <laughs> lies my point: the original script and conception and production design for this movie was that the dinosaurs would not have human voices, and the entire movie would be dinosaur grunts at each other, and it would basically be a silent movie. Oh, that'd be great. And Disney, they got, like, past the green light point, into the production point, and whoever, Katzenberg or who have you, was like, nope, they're going to have funny voices. And, uh, yeah, so out there somewhere... I don't know. Maybe it's a DVD feature. I should look this up. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, but it's the sort of movie where I saw it and I was like, oh, man, if only this dialogue wasn't there. So similarly right. with this, I think it's uh, the kind of thing where you get bogged down in the stuff. Uh, and I like the visuals of it. I think the performances are fine and ranging from fine to very good. And the, yeah. the cast is good. And I think this was maybe Vince Vaughn's first dramatic role. Uh, Psycho. No. Psycho. Yeah. Psycho. Really? He wow. played Norman Bates. Oh, yeah. Because oh. this bugged me. I was like, what? Well, if I'm not mistaken, this is one of her last ones because he soon started doing old school. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was before Vince Vaughn had been codified into a comedy guy. Right? Yeah, was he was still swing- kind of up in the air. Swingers was his breakout role, yeah. but he yeah. was still, yeah, toss, toss up. Uh, he, his uh, eye bags hadn't fully formed yet. <laughs> the, Lost know, Lost the, world. the Lost World. Oh, yes, the Lost Psycho, World. Oh, yeah. he's where he's a little action-y and trying to be Chris Pratt and <laughs> failing at that. Yeah. He was trying to find his fo- And it's really cool if you like look at Vince Vaughn specifically. He was trying to find his footing. Yeah. And they were like, all right, let's keep trying him in this. Mm-hmm. And they are like, ah, let's... Give him with swingers, and then he just kind of found his niche a little bit. Is he good in this movie? Mm, I, think I enjoy he's him. Fine in this yeah, movie. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. Totally. Yeah. There's not a moment of oh, Vince. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He, he does all right. Uh, and uh, yeah, but that being said, I wish his part had been less. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't need that thirty-minute. I, I even enjoyed it, but we didn't need it. Thirty minutes of how we caught the killer. No, just. She's treating kids. This yep. is her day-to-day job. Yep. And then an FBI agent shows up. He's like, I got a crazy one for you. <laughs> like, that could I'm be five minutes flipping the in. script. Yeah. Talk that could be the first five minutes of the movie. And now we've got the bulk of the movie is exploring the mind. And back yep. to why I love this movie, I thought that psychological element was very interesting and very yep. well thought through. And they had thought through the world design in, when it came to that. Yeah. Just to turn it back around, I think it's also kind of creepy. Peter Rogers, uh, our, our collective friend Peter Rogers, recently made the point about Anchorman, where it's like, are these people making fun of sexist assholes, or are they just finding an excuse to be sexist assholes and Ooh. disguising it as a parody? Yeah, Same that's thing fair. here, like, are we shaming how awful it is to be a misogynist serial killer, or yeah. are we finding an excuse to come up with the most creepy misogynist thing we can conjure yeah. and put it on film, yeah. you know? For so. me, it felt more in that direction. Yeah. It was just like, look how dark this is. Right. Oh, he irons his kid. And none of it, man, and maybe we're just looking at it 
maybe back then they thought you had to do that, but yeah. A, you don't because no. Silence of the Lambs was what nine years before. Yeah. And uh, B, nowadays, no, we we get it. The the creepiness is supposed to be in the mind. It yeah. doesn't need yeah. to be out yeah. in the world. You know. I mean, we don't need an automatic run. How did he design all that? Does he have a know. hydraulics degree to design this whole thing? <laughs> There's so much unsaid. Who who built this stuff? Yeah, the and how long? Was... How long did it take? Right. Who sold him the plexiglass? Because, because, <laughs> like, and like, how did he know thick. this? Yes. How it's did, how just did imagining it down on down on his or her plexiglass mm-hmm. installer, going, mm-hmm. looking to their spouse, going. I don't know if I can stay in the plexiglass business anymore. <laughs> Honey, you have to. Think of the kids. I know. It's my dream. I, uh, I, and, 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 then Mr. Ju- and then just gets a call. And then Mr. Scott comes in and offers the patent for transparent aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> just like mid-installation. What's she using this for? Not Same. now, Madeline. <laughs> I'm trying to save the whales. <laughs> yeah. That was, oh man, that it's, was. It's a the lot. same guy from Star Trek. <laughs> it's the same guy. It's that a shared show. universe. <laughs> the <laughs> cell in Star Trek Four. <laughs> you cracked the code. <laughs> we unlocked it. All right. Question number two, Kevin. Where did you initially encounter this guilty treasure? I saw it brand new in theaters. What? I was, yeah, I was in college, uh, and uh, I, I got a film degree. I never did a damn thing with it, but <laughs> I was seeing as many movies as I could at the time. Yeah. And yeah, this was a fascinating trailer. Oh, this that... is just the perfect college student film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why do you think I own it on crap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... <laughs> So many movies. You don't get it, man. Tarsum's a visionary. <laughs> so well, and that's... have you seen The Fall? <laughs> We're gonna be praising him in ten years. You watch. <laughs> you just watch. This is the Scorsese, of a... Spielberg, Tarsum Singh. Uh, yeah, I, I fell for it. I was a, like Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. There were a lot of movies. <laughs> oh yeah. That I just suckered myself into believing were were really great. Or and man, I, he let me because I, I was like, okay. I can't wait to see what he directs next. Yeah. He went a long time between directing something and then made another even crappier movie. So, oh. so much for Tarsum Singh. Well, at least he tried. He tried. He made movies. He made a movie. <laughs> so he succeeded. That's, yeah, it, it came out. That an, alone is a lot. That they say ninety nine percent of projects in development never see the light of day. So here that's we true. are. Yeah. Yep. You got it on the uh, floor. But yeah, I saw it with my best friend Amalia, uh, and uh, we liked it at the liked it at the time. I also remember Roger Ebert really liked it. He said, uh, "Some people will say this movie is pretentious. I think it's one of the best movies of the year." Uh, which I mean, Rob. Roger Ebert was one of the great critics of our time, but he was also pretty darn contrarian because yeah. I definitely remember his positive review of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. the one that I yeah. will never, ever forget is him giving a four-star review to the Alex Proyas film Knowing, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, Jared and I just watched that a couple weeks ago Ooh. for uh, Trapped in a Cage, uh-huh. where we review all the Nick Cage movies. Uh, uh, is he talking about Cage Fight? No, nope. yeah, trapped in cage. cage no, nope. <laughs> trapped in cage. Anyway, uh, man, knowing is, I can't break battle. the fr- I can't <laughs> can't break the first rule. But knowing is it's, uh, it's, it's a, a challenging movie. Yes, it's in a, many ways. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. But I mean, Roger Ebert was cool in that way because he could have this ridiculous opinion like Phantom Menace is good, but mm. then make his argument in such a way that was airtight and like I see your point of view that leads you to say. Such a silly thing. Real quick, Evan, what yes. was your first thoughts coming out of the movie? 
coming out of the movie? Yeah, like when you're done, you're where you just like as a film student, like yeah, you, you gotta just like engorge on so much. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right over there. <laughs> yeah. The no, cell I, has left me engorged. <laughs> so, <laughs> so engorged. Tarsum. <laughs> no, I would have an infraction. I think no. Even, yeah. <laughs> An infraction is not a thing. <laughs> it's a, this is not like a test or what? What's an infraction like? Uh, do you get an infraction oh, it's a, isn't on that a, a, when you uh, break the law? Like is it a like a ticket? Like it, yeah. When you get a ticket, yeah, yeah. you can break an is infraction. Is that an infraction? Like I when think? you get a ticket? I think it's a law. I don't know. Let's find, let's find Waylon and ask him what his infraction <laughs> was. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah. No. At the time, I was down with what the visuals of it. I don't. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You didn't use your keyboard? No, I didn't. You just asked Siri right there. An infraction is... Sometimes called violations are petty offenses that are typical, punishable by fines, but not jail time because infractions cannot result in a jail sentence or even probation. Defendants charged with infractions do not have a right to a jury trial. If it can't result in a jail time, then why was she in a cell? Oh! Snap! They just misused this word... All kinds. All kinds of ways. I also, uh, this is the guy who says Wayland's infraction, the neurobiotonist guy. Yeah. That was his title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was in that crazy John Cusack movie yeah. uh, where everyone's like trapped in a hotel and everything's really creepy. And at the end of the movie, you find out you've been inside a guy's head. Uh, and it's that neuroscientist guy. Turns out to be the guy whose head we've been inside this whole time. Isn't John oh. Cusack in several creepy hotel yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't the it wasn't the 1431 oh, four, <laughs> 1431 that's in cedar park <laughs> 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 it wasn't that one with sam jackson but it was a different one and it was just a movie that was so proud of its twist ending that it forgot to be a movie sure <laughs> uh that does happen yep yep uh yeah and final question yes what does this guilty treasure mean to you? Mm. What does it mean to me? Yeah. Um, do you do you okay. use it to okay. cheer yourself I got up? This. I got do you use this. it to feel sad? Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember, Kevin, you only get one opportunity, <laughs> one shot. Uh, do do not miss my chance to blow. <laughs> I don't get it. No, it's a. Uh, I mean, okay, it, like it's the visuals, uh, and it kind of takes me back a little bit to back when I was just hypnotized by all manner of visual things, and I'm a visual guy. Uh, where if something is uh, pretty to look at, then I will forgive a whole hell of a lot. And so, uh, you know, I forgive a lot in this movie. Uh, not all of it, not the portrayal of serial killy, creepy stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a little, I think it would be a little more woke if they made the movie today. And sure. maybe a little more restrained if they made the movie today. And they could still have the visual stuff. Yeah, definitely. It would yeah. even create a more of a contrast if, you know, we just skipped over the pretty, you know, the, the shots of the, uh, I don't know. It, it's like you said, with the, you got your everyday stuff and you've got the creepy dreamy stuff. And I just want to spend more time in the creepy dreamy stuff. Yeah. I want to look more for special effects and crazy costumes. The costumes yeah. are amazing in this yeah, movie. They really uh, but are. also at the same time, if we had spent more time in the creepy stuff, it probably wouldn't have had that impact because I right, feel yeah. like the cell is still fairly well regarded. Mm -hmm. uh, relatively. Relatively. Mm -hmm. People go, it's a movie, but also like you're doing right now. The yeah. visuals are outstanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is certainly not the worst serial killer piece that I have ever seen. No. Uh, it, it's it's a solid three. 
Out of five. Three out of five. That's the rating. Are we using a scale <laughs> that's or a rating? rating? That's the uh, rating. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, that's Kenny's rating. That's we, rating. We need a soundboard. I really want We one. really do. Yeah. Really like to. All right. I finally formulated this thought in my head. I didn't like Scott Pilgrim that much. And the re. All right. All right. Just hold on. But the part of the reason why is because at the beginning of the movie, he's already in a video game environment. He, like, yeah. goes to pee, and you see an on-screen thing, the pee urine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that annoyed me because I want it to be about a guy who's in a regular world that suddenly gets propelled Marty McFly style into a crazy world, you know? That's fair. Uh, okay. And in this movie, too, I think the, the psychoness of the serial killer stuff... Uh, you know, I wanted the re- real world stuff to be a little more regular, a little more just, hey, this guy kidnaps women and she's going to die. And here are the stakes of the movie. Uh, and we don't need the crazy plexiglass, you know, automated robot environment. But it uh, was cool. It, it was cool, but <laughs> it was Hanky cool man. for its own sake. Yeah. And, you're and not I'm wrong. OK with visually cool for its own sake. Sure. But plot cool for its own sake, I'm like, nah, this is just time wasted. That could have been more Definitely. interesting story. Because at that point, it's just fat. Yeah, you trim that fat. fat. Trim that fat. You get a good marbling in there, and yeah. then you just trim off the outside part. Yeah. I don't want to eat that gristle. No. I'm not going for the old 96er challenge. But we can have some sizzle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all I have to say I, about yeah. that. Real quick, <laughs> I have a question. Yes. There was a lot of religious themes. Mm. Oh, were there? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Um, just I, a wee bit. And real quick, I just want to say Circus D'Onofrio is my boogeyman where he does that little front flip and he's kind of like a little acrobat. It's Circus D'Onofrio? Uh, yeah, Which that's is what I called him. Also yeah. my band that is playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Thursday, go ahead, come check us out. We're so, a hybrid South Scott is serial killer Nobody band. is coming to see your stupid band. It's, hey, <laughs> Circus D'Onofrio Circus is in D'Onofrio. talks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, um, yep. But yeah, what was hmm? was D'Onofrio Jesus? Um, because she like crucified him to the she floor. did crucify oh, yeah. him at the end. Yeah, I guess he is. Yeah, ooh, I, well, that that's has the a weird thing. thought. And then because baby D'Onofrio gets baptized, so all right, let me make a connection I didn't anticipate making. The Kenneth Branagh Hamlet that I mentioned earlier. Sure. At the end of the movie, Hamlet's dead, and he's yep. spoilers. And he's being taken off, <laughs> and at the Man. very end, over the <laughs> overpowering orchestral score, you see his body being carried, and it's being carried in such a way that his arms are flopped backwards, yep. creating a very distinct crucifix position. And it made my college student film major brain go, oh, is Hamlet like Christ? <laughs> and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, not at all. Yeah, like, what, what, what point are you making? So maybe he is Jesus, but I don't know why. Because it was I very distinct. Just, let's have religious stuff. She sure. nails his feet and she nails his hands. hands. Yeah. And Jesus, and then rips off his nipples, which is the part of the Bible everyone forgets. <laughs> it's true, yeah. They for, always forget about the nipple pulling. The Man. 11th commandment. There's yeah. also three iterations of D'Onofrio representing the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh. There's a lot, and then... J-Lo Mary. And Monster. Virgin and J-Lo, J-Lo Mary, which I think she just saw a tarot card or something. Like, right before she went in, she yeah. saw a tarot card of Mary. Okay, I guess I'll, I'll be I'll cosplay. Mary. Oh, so, weird. wait. That poor child actor. Is is this person saying that God is a serial killer? Maybe. <laughs> That's the only point <laughs> I can, can think of. can be kind of creepy, sadistic, and come up with overly complicated ways to make people miserable. Yeah. I mean, uh, Old Testament was full of that. Yes. That God is a killer, and he ruined the pure and virgin Mary. 
Oh. Represented by Catherine, mm-hmm. i.e. J-Lo. Wow. I think we just figured out this movie. Who goes on to sing <clears throat> with Pitbull. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's, that she was ruined. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's a shame. And uh, at the end, I still put uh, Still Scared. It was a, still scared. It was, it was a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's spooky? <laughs> it's a way for spooky. Do you do, spooky. do you do audio drops in this podcast at all? Uh, uh, would would you do one on request? Oh shoot, I forgot. Coming in at number three, it's Back in Time by Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an audio drop? I don't know what yeah, audio drop. Drop, drop in Back in no, Time. No, my audio Pitbull. drop request. And if you don't play it, that's fine. But everyone needs to go watch the movie just to get to this part. Is when she's got him down at the end. She's crucified him. She's pulled off the nipple bar. And Monster D'Onofrio does a line that's probably supposed to be creepy where he goes, me got boy. That's right. Me got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I can see them filming that and going, yes, this is going to be earned. My vision. (laughs) My vision. And by this point, the audience will be so bought in. Yeah. that they will skip right past how dumb that sounds and go straight to, oh, he's so scary. And was he a snake? Hmm? At that point, like, he was kind of like... Is he yeah. both the serpent and Jesus? He was oh. a serpent, but he was also a vulture. Oh, he's a vulture. But well, he had a vulture pet. If we're well, fu- he also had that large... When he was cranking out his intestines yeah, on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that large cape that, like, hunched over okay. and made him look oh, like Oh, made a him look like a vulture, I see. And then, like, it, there was a lot going on. There was a yeah. lot going on in this movie. But it looked real cool, especially the costumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Kenny, you are going to say something. Following the, the... Well, I know that you're a huge fan of The Cell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Are you a fan of The Cell 2? I know. Oh, yeah, I was no gonna, way. I was, yes. I was wondering I, if there's a what? Cell 2. No! Yes. Is there actually a Cell 2? The Cell 2 is a 2009 direct-to-video sequel from the 2000 film The Cell. Dude! Directed by visionary Tim Iocafano (laughs) and written by Lawrence Silverstein, Alex Barter, and Rob Reno. Uh, the movie was named by Bloody Disgusting as one of the worst five films of 2009. <laughs> oh, my God. This is great. I think we have a movie night, boys. Yeah. To, we need to reconvene. To read the plot. Uh, <laughs> Please. According yeah. to Wikipedia, Please. a serial killer calling himself The Cusp. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm on board. I just I just spewed all over the mic screen. All right. Uh, murders, <laughs> his, murders his victims, naturally, and then yeah. revives well, them. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Until they beg to die. His first victim, well, uh, psychic um, investigator Maya Castaneda, mm-hmm, survives mm-hmm. and is bent on revenge. Wow. After she is tapped by the FBI, Maya realizes the only way to locate the cusp is by entering his mind. Wait, how? She, how? They oh, because she's a psychic. With they, dial in? They oh, have she's to, psychic. She's a psychic. They have to dial in. find him, even though they already have him. Wow. But if she dies there, she will also die in real life. Oh, and most Matrix. thrillingly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, most thrillingly, this film also stars Chris Bruno as Sheriff Harris. Which one's Chris Bruno? I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> it's in a plot synopsis. Uh, we... This director also did five episodes of 24. Oh, uh, okay. One episode of CSI New York. Uh, and yeah. And I'm not going to lie. This, made th- this thing made bank. It made did money. It? Yeah. How much? What was profit? its budget for so, a second? Okay, yeah. um, Give us our little box office. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess $224 million. We're still talking about. The, the cell. This is not the, the cell too. No, no, the first cell. <laughs> keep up, Kenny. Keep up. Um, so uh, that'll so. be a separate episode. Mm-hmm. Budget was thirty-three mil. Okay, and that's it. The, yeah. Well, for two thousand. Oh, that's, that's, that's a lot. Okay, yeah, that's you're healthy. right. You're right. Yeah. That's man. Hold on, I'm gonna look up some other stuff. You, you keep Lord. going. How much do you think is gross? <clears throat> uh, 
Worldwide. Well, let's see. It's an R-rated uh, thriller that's kind of surreal, starring Jennifer Lopez, who is kind of a star, circa 2000. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Want to say... 223 million. 65 million. You said 223? 223 million. Uh, 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 I'll do uh, 71 million. Oh, 104. Hey, 104. Well done. Uh, it had a pretty good weekend. It was 17 mil, so it almost wow. it, yeah, it made half its budget that opening weekend. That's, I mean, well done. So, yeah. I mean, I guess people love J-Lo. They were hot for J-Lo at what, that time. What was J-Lo doing at the time? I know she did Selena, uh-huh. but I'm not sure what she did. Hmm? Uh, she, Cause, um, cause she was doing like Made in Manhattan. Yeah, Made in Manhattan. Was no, yeah, Made in Manhattan was 2002 because I, uh, no, it was definitely two, December of 2002. Okay, can mm-hmm. you tell us Cause why? Because it, it, it opened the same weekend as Star Trek Nemesis, which oh. opened at number two. And made God, that was a terrible movie. Yes. I wouldn't even bring that onto this podcast. That just, what a frustratingly bad movie. It's bad. Is it a one? Hmm? Is it a one on your scale? No, I think it's it's a two. A, it's a two. Okay. Uh, I reserve ones for so bad they're good, and then I reserve my half stars for so like, like Halloween. Now sure. that we're into two. junk time, fourth quarter, you know the, the outcome <laughs> is determined in this podcast. Let me just go on a little rant and say Star Trek Nemesis should have been Patrick Stewart in a double role as good Picard and evil Picard, and then there would have been a fight, and it would have been amazing. But instead, they got young, what's-his-face? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Really? Pre-fame Tom Hardy. Yeah. Nothing wow. against, not his fault. Sure. As a young Picard, mm. and which is like, no, but what? Yeah. I want to <laughs> see Patrick Stewart as evil Picard with a goatee. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all and, we want. God. And then, the, no, let's get a young hottie with pouty lips in here. Nope. Not what I want. They, they need the sex appeal. Mm-hmm. The, they must have done that because it would have been too much. Would have been too much? Literally just too much money. Too much money. Because they were already doubling Brent Spiner, and Brent Spiner was one of the writers on that film along with, I think, producer Patrick Stewart. Sure. Was also, had, yeah. had a big say in it. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they got a cut corner somewhere and- uh, uh, 40th highest grossing movie of 2000, just ahead of Mission to Mars, which is a spectacularly <laughs> bad movie. Ooh, Fellas, yeah. she didn't do much before this. Her biggest, her most notable roles before The Cell was Selena yeah. and Ants. And Ants. Wow. Yeah. All right. This is I just her that, breakout, yeah. breakout thing. What was number and one? Again, she did well. What was number one? Number uh, one was The Grinch with uh, How yeah. the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, rather. classic. Yeah, That's a great million. film. Mm-hmm. That's a great film. It is. Castaway, Mission Impossible 2. Another. That, oh, that's a good, that's a good, good, bad movie. Mission Impossible 2. Oh. The John Wooiest of MI <laughs> movies. Oh. You, can, you can catch our episode of How the Grinch Stole Christmas yep. in our archives of. Oh, did um, you cover that one? Yeah. We did. Yeah. Nice. During Christmas. Excellent. Because I love The Grinch. That's beautiful. It's real good. Yeah. Uh, not, not a critically acclaimed film. <laughs> it's great. It's silly yeah, and it's fun. Good. Ron like Howard it. is great. Also, so I, a great DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm really interested in watching menus for. Th- watching. Oh, the DVD menu? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, physical media, man. Physical media. All about that physical media. All about DVD it. DVD menus. Oh, dude. I don't have enough Gradients, bookshelf. rotating cubes. <laughs> the, the great thing about the Galaxy Quest DVD is that they had a Thermion audio track. Yes, there's a Thermion audio track. It's great. So, they they had some audio engineer. Play a theremin? No, not theremin, you idiot. Sure. <laughs> 
Sorry, Thermian. Thermian. They're different. Forgive me. It's the uh, whole infraction. <laughs> the your challenge, thing. audience at home, is to figure out how to play this podcast episode in Thermian. <laughs> so basically the audio track for an hour and 40 minutes or however long uh, Galaxy Quest is, is literally just... <laughs> <laughs> I would do that just to experience the ebbs and flows of at what points was is it funny versus not funny. Yeah. Or at some point the audio engineer was like, I have so many other audio tracks to work on today. Maybe I could just phone it in just a little bit. Uh, uh, and, and they also have the Omega 13. Where this is the podcast that we're talking about. The cell, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yes. On the Galaxy Quest DVD, they have the Omega 13, which. Uh, Spoilers. Mm. Sure. Uh, takes you back in time 13 seconds. Sure. But oh. the Omega 13 on the DVD does not work until you have watched the movie. You mm. cannot oh. access it. Then once you watch the movie, you go back and press the Omega 13 button on the main menu, and it will rewind the menu 13 oh, seconds and then replay so the good. menu. That's rich. God. DVD menus. Got to go through this. Yeah. So there used to great. be an art to it, and now we just phone it in. I have a special edition Memento. I eventually got rid of my cases, which included the, the clues, but it's a, mm. a Memento special edition where that, it just presents a grid of words, and you have to explore or Google to find you know where the special features yeah. are. You know? Oh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. That's tight. Like, Memento, the, the word man. watch is on there, and I think it's selected, so you can just push it to watch yeah. the movie, but everything else is hidden. This also has to be probably the best Easter egg of all all time it actually requires significant work what i'm talking about uh well also the menu but there's the the memento easter egg ah. which plays the film in chronological order yes. what i've heard of that yes i yeah. think it's on that's that thing? same dvd yeah, yeah. Plays oh it in regular order that's tight yeah that christopher nolan so. worked on uh yeah it it's plays great. the film in chronological order so cool. So anyway, gang, that's the end of our podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm James Fight, owner and operator of uh, Flat Films. And you can find me at, uh, well, Flat Films. Aaron, yeah. plug your stuff. <clears throat> I'm Aaron Salinas, yep. and you can find me on... Uh, uh, I'm Aaron Salinas. I'm the editor for uh, Flat Films. Uh, I'm also uh, on Austin Amateurs on YouTube you can find me on Laughing Panda on all social medias except for Twitter. It's Laughing Panda 5 because there was four other Laughing uh, Pandas. Yeah. Um, and Snapchat's Laughing Panda. Um, yeah. Nobody's and if on you, Snapchat, dude. Huh? Nobody's on Snapchat. Everyone's on Snapchat. <laughs> all right. I have all some right. of my favorite baseball players on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find Kenny at? You can find me on my website, KennyMadisonIsCool.com, where you can find my, all of my social presences. I believe I'm going to be publi publishing an article at some publishing. point this week, uh, which I'm super looking forward to unleashing on the world. Uh, you can also find me at FlatFilms.com, uh, where I'm the webmaster of FlatFilms.com. We publish uh, all throughout now. the day. That's uh, your job now. Please visit us uh, at any time of the day. We publish so much content. I'll send you the WordPress so you can do it. Nine times on Wednesday. Nine times I'm on Happy Waffle on Twitter and Instagram. Also Facebook, but if we're not friends, then don't friend me. Yeah. Sure. Also, you're a dean somewhere. Oh, yeah, and I run the Merlin Works School of Improv at the Zach Theater. That's merlin-works.com. Because much like the other laughing pandas, <laughs> somebody stole merlinworks.com. Annoying. Mm -hmm. And gang, don't forget to... Wait, 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 wait. What? You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, 
Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You, no, continue. Uh, and everywhere you pod. Here in Austin, Texas. Guilty Treasures 3 on Twitter. Guilty Treasures Pod on Insta. Boop. Don't forget to dig and up. And don't forget to, if you if you want to throw a couple bucks our way, uh, please go to the Flat Films Patreon, uh, where we have special levels for fans of the podcast and beyond. Uh, so please visit us, patreon.com slash flatfilms. Throw us a couple bu- podcasts. Uh, you know, they cost money to make, and every yeah. little bit helps. You can say podcast bugs like it's HCB buddy bugs. And don't forget. And I, you know, I just, <laughs> everyone else interrupted James, so I wanted to, too. All right, take it That's away, the James. Uh, I love improvisers. Uh, don't I forget like to. Shirt. Shut <laughs> up! I want to end the podcast. Don't forget to but let those guilty treasures. Guilty treasures. Take out review. those guilty treasures and let them shine. We're done. The cell. <laughs> <laughs>